All right, friends, welcome. Uh, this is Small Catechism Live, late edition. Started a little late today. Uh, I suppose I have the case of the Thursdays, but uh, yeah, it's good to see everyone today uh, as we continue on with our study of the Small Catechism. Again, what a great opportunity this is uh, to dwell upon the, the, the commandments of our Lord as uh, we will go over, as we see today, the fifth commandment. And uh, hopefully uh, this will go well with you. Um, I'm going to make this... Uh, my attempt is to make this uh, really a quick strike uh, of God's Word, and hopefully uh, we can get through all of what I have diagrammed out for you today. Why don't we start with a word of prayer? Our dearly Father, we thank you for this day. Uh, we thank you for your Word. Bless us, O Lord, um, in, in the gospel that you give. Uh, give us the comfort and joy as we uh, continue to live our life of faith in your love. Bless us, O Lord, in our love of neighbor, and may you give us the strength and the wisdom to serve those that you have um, called uh, in our lives. Bless us this day. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, friends. Okay. Thank you for joining me. Pastor Jung here, here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California, 93021. Got a good study for you today. A very good one as we continue on with our study of the small catechism. Fifth commandment today, one, two, three, four, five. Last week, and the week before, and the week before, and the week before, we studied one through four. So please, if you missed those, go to our YouTube page, Faith Lutheran Church Moore Park, add, subscribe, notify, bell, whatever they say, do it. And there you will always get uh, your notification of when we come out with new material. Remember, new material uh, on Faith Lutheran's uh, uh, YouTube channel is probably four times a week you will get new material, so it is just a buffet of goodness. Anyways, <laughs> right. I'm silly. That's how live this is. Anyways, today, Fifth Commandment stuff. All right, a uh, really important uh, commandment here. Thou shalt not murder. You shall not murder. What does this mean? We should fear and love God. I love all the colors on this board. Right? We should fear and love God. Uh, fear, love, and trust God above all things. That's always the, the starting point of, of all that we have here. So that we do not harm or hurt our neighbor in his body. Right? Now, uh, we should fear and love God so that we do not hurt or harm our neighbor in his body. So how do these connect? We're going to talk about that. But help and support him in every physical need. We should fear and love God. First commandment that God gives us, as we talk about the fifth commandment, the gift of life. God's gift of life is the theme of the fifth commandment. And uh, as we talk about God's gift of life, God gives life. From the moment of conception, God gives life. Psalm 139, if we could turn there in your Bible here, Psalm 139, uh, 13 to 14. And here we see in Psalm 139, quickly, as I turn to it myself, because I read out of the Bible, uh, the paper Bible, of course, um, 13 to 14. Why don't we read this together? For you formed my inward parts. 
You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. Right? God's gift of life. That means, as we read in Psalm 139, that we were formed even in our inward parts and in all that we are in our whole being. God has made us. This is a gift from God. Um, <clears throat> this always harkens back to Apostles' Creed, Article 1. It also goes to uh, our, our ping-pong Rolodex of, of pinballing uh, the catechism in our hearts and minds to uh, the daily bread, right? Uh, the petition in the Lord's Prayer. Uh, also, um, it, it shows us that everything comes from our Lord, including this life, right? Who is your neighbor? That person who God has created, as you look at those neighbors that you serve, this is who God has created. This is who God has created. This is who God has created. You know, as a pastor, I look at all the members um, uh, of our church and I say, this is who God created. I look at my own family, my wife and and my wonderful three children. Uh, Yes, these are who God created. And this is a reminder that we are called to do what? To uphold and take care and, and, and what? Help and support him in every physical need. Now, the breakdown comes when, friends? When we fail to see God's gift of life. We see the example here in Genesis chapter 4 with Cain and Abel. Why don't we turn there real quick? Genesis chapter 4. We always know this as the first murder. Um, Here in Genesis chapter 4, we know the story about Abel, who was the keeper of the sheep, Cain, a worker of the ground. Um, And of course, when we talk about bringing offerings, um, the Lord had regard in verse 4 for Abel and his offering, but for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So what was the result? Cain became very angry and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, why are you so angry and why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. Okay, these are warnings, right? Uh, From the Lord. Cain spoke to Abel, his brother, verse 8. And when they were in the field, Cain rose up against his brother, Abel, and killed him. Right? This anger, right? Uh, Sin is crouching at your door, the Lord says. And there we see the first murder happening. The disregard for God's gift of life. And in this form, anger, right? This is kind of that impetus uh, for this to happen to Abel out of the anger of Cain um, and what he had done to his brother. Second Samuel 11, we see the story of David and Uriah. Of course, we know the sordid details. Uh, we talk about uh, the adultery, the pregnancy of Bathsheba. And of course, uh, to cover up this um, and to take, uh, uh, he, he tried to um, well, coerce Uriah in so many different ways, but eventually um, there he would send him out to the front lines to do what? To die, to die a death that seemed to be um, in the battlefield, yet it was set up that David knew that if he placed him in, in the front line, uh, there he would know he would die, and there his murder would be concealed. Now again, another failure, right? Failing to fear and love God. Failure of falling short to the first commandment. Again, always the 
the gateway to the rest of the commandments. And uh, when we talk about We very well know that it always begins with the with the first commandment. The failure to see life, the failure to see who your neighbor is, and, and therefore we see the breakdown of how our sinful nature does what? When we don't fear and love God and trust above all things, first commandment, we proceed to harm or hurt our neighbor in his body. Right? This is the natural course uh, of the human flesh. And the Lord is saying, life is precious. Right? When we talk about, uh, uh, you know, um, the, the hot button issues uh, such as abortion, right? Or even euthanasia, right? Uh, and, and there's a difference. I think in the, um, in the catechism, uh, when we talk about abortion, uh, human life is God's gift, um, but also, uh, when we talk about uh, every life being precious to our Lord, uh, there we always speak out for the sanctity of life. But also, uh, when we speak of uh, this uh, reality of, of euthanasia, um, and, and here's an important note in your catechism on page 89, uh, when someone is near death, certain treatments may only prolong suffering and not enable either recovery or physical well-being. In such cases, it is important to note that allowing death to occur when someone is irreversibly dying is different from causing death, right? So uh, it's very important that we uh, continue uh, to, to do what? Um, um, to, to uphold the gift of life. Now, again, uh, you might tell yourself quickly about this, well, I've never done that. I've never murdered anyone, right? But it's also neglect, right? It's neglect. Neglect of, let's say you have an enemy that you don't like, and your care is what? I prefer not to help them because they're my enemy, right? Uh, uh, or you're so consumed by yourself that you have no mindfulness of who your neighbor is and the preciousness of life, and there you neglect those that God has placed in your life, to care for them and help and support them in every physical need, right? Remember, fifth commandment is all about life and where this life comes from. For you and me, for our neighbors, for all, for all the people that we know, it is all given by our Lord. Do you believe that? And, and that's why when we uh, uh, go out and serve and help those who are in need, we are actually helping those who have been created by God. I don't know if you ever think about it that way, but that's what we should be seeing when we're helping one another, that we're helping them um, uh, 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 as those who are created by God. And that's what we see to uphold the preciousness of life, uh, to care for our neighbor, to love and serve them because we know that God's gift of life, but ultimately because what? Because we fear and love and trust God above all things. It always goes back to the first commandment. That's always the gateway. You know, when we, when we talk about the first commandment, we very well know that we should be staying there all the days of our life, knowing full well that you know, we, we meditate upon this reality of, of fear, loving, and trusting God above all things. And the question is, do we do that? And for me and you, we very well know this is where kind of we dwell on the first commandment.
right? Uh, this is uh, the, 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 the tension that we face. And, and in the light of the law and gospel here, as I've been talking about here, the law shows us our sin. The law shows us how our hateful heart at times, our angry heart, our enemy-filled heart towards one another can blind us, or selfish heart as well, can blind us uh, from not only the idolatry of self, or in the idolatry of self, can blind us from the commandments of the first, but also... Um, when we talk about uh, helping our neighbor, uh, we fail to do that as well in his body, right? And, um, but now, we ought to help and support him in every physical need. Um, it says in here, in Romans 12, um, Romans 12, verse 20, if you have this out uh, in your Bible, why don't we read this together? If I'm going to fast, press pause, not live, but when you're watching this after the fact, uh, press pause and go to Romans 12, 20. It says right here, um, well, 19 and 20. Why not, right? Beloved, actually, no. Why don't we go with verse 17 and following? Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And yes, it's easy to love and serve those that we want to, right? Those conditionally that are good to us or that are favorable to us or that are close to us. But this commandment really opens up the umbrella in a sense where, yes, everyone's life is precious, created by God, and we are to uphold that life as we are called uh, by the very law to do that very thing. Now, of course, when we fall short, what happens? We repent and what? Uh, we, we confess our sins, uh, we seek his forgiveness, uh, trusting in what God has done for us in Jesus Christ, his bloodshed on the cross, ultimately the gospel, right? We rest on what God has given to us in his justifying work that is of the cross and empty tomb. And therefore, as we read together in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, which right now, coincidentally, uh, we are studying in our Bible study, which I will be putting up there on tomorrow, our condensed version for YouTube viewers. Uh, please join me. You like that segue, by the way. Anyways, Ephesians 4, 32. Be kind to one another, Tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Be kind, right? Be kind. Love your enemies. I mean, Jesus says this in the Beatitudes as well. Love your enemies and be kind. How? Forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. This is what that love of neighbor is about. It's about the plentiful, uh, bountiful love of our God who sacrifices sending his own son to die for the forgiveness of our sins. That he loves you so much that he, he regards your life by giving you the life of his son. And there under his care, under the 
blood that covers us, there we see life in a totally different way. In a life that is given uh, from God, and there we are to uphold the life that He has not only given to ourselves, but those neighbors He has placed in our lives. Right? God's gift of life. This is all about what God has given to us. And therefore, we uphold it and help and support him in every physical need. Again, this is not something that you're compelling yourself to say, I got to do this to merit my way to God. I got to do this for a peaceable conscience. I got to do this to work it out and make sure that I have all the pieces in place to save myself or to be right in front of God. But rather, this help and support in every physical need is actually through the third use of the law, the law as guide as children, beloved children of God, blessed and redeemed by the blood of Christ, already there in his name, there we proceed in the joy of the gospel as our cup overflows by um, our Lord's gifts to us in the gospel, there we proceed to love and serve in the joy of the Lord. Right? Remember, uh, second use, third use. And here we see the tension going back with how uh, we ought to love and serve our neighbor, how we do fall short, how we confess our sins in this life of faith. Remember, uh, again, as we talk about the Bible study, which we will talk about this in depth <coughs> with the, the study this week uh, about the tension of the old, old self and the new self. It, it goes hand in hand with the, the commandments in a sense where it's all about this second use and the third use, the law and the gospel. The old self that wars against um, uh, our, our view of what it is to call uh, love and serve neighbor and how we hurt and harm our neighbor in neglect, in ignore, ignoring them, in hatred, words, in slander, um, but also in bodily uh, harm. Um, how that is shown to us in the tension of our flesh, but also third use, uh, as we confess our sins, there we see that third use uh, to, to help and support our neighbor in every bodily and physical need, right? Um, and this is the tension that we face in this life that we have, right? God's gift of life. Our neighbor was made my God, right? Whether in the womb or uh, uh, a lad, a lad. Why am I saying lad? Isn't that like European? Anyways, <laughs> your friend that is... Uh, uh, did you know, by the way, that judgment uh, with an E, M-E-N-T, E-M-E-N-T, is of the British form of judgment, but judgment in the um, American form of English is without the E? Anyways, just a thought. I don't know why I brought that up. But the point is, is that this is what... <laughs> See, this is live. I can't take it back. Uh, this is what God has called us to do. He shows us the tension. These are the, the, the cautionary warning signs of what the murderous and the conniving and the, the covetous heart can do. But God is saying, this is life. I have given you life, and I've given life to those around you, from the womb uh, to all those in your, in your place of life. This is who God has created, and this is what we are to uphold and care for because we live under his care. When we fall short, repent. Rest in the cross. Uh, uh, comfort yourself in what God has given to you in the forgiveness of sins in Jesus Christ. And there we flow from that very, uh, 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 the, the, the comfort of God's grace uh, uh, through his love that we know how to be kind, tenderhearted, uh, forgive um, one another as God in Christ forgave you. All right? All right, fifth commandment. Got it? Sound good?
I hope it was good. I hope I did a good job covering all the things that we need to cover, but I know I'm pretty sure there's much more to cover on the fifth commandment, but this is just kind of a, a flyover um, um, of this uh, kind of general form. But I, I pray that this will go well with you and you will use this. Remember, if you missed a part, rewind, restart, review, all the other commandments, please look back, join our page, and learn, and learn, and learn. Yes. Very good. Why don't we close with a word of prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for the gift of life. We thank you for creating us, needing us, um, in our, uh, forming us in our inward parts, and giving us life in your name. Bless us under your name, and lead us to love and serve in the joy that you have given to us. Um, bless us and, and guide us, and grant to us uh, the joy to serve our neighbor. Lord, thank you for blessing us in this life. We pray this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, friends, uh, thank you for joining me today. Fifth Commandment, it was great. We'll see you next time, Thursday, Small Catechism Live next week. Actually, maybe not. I have a pastor's conference down south, so we will see if I can sneak it in, but I'm not sure. Maybe I'll do it super early. Who knows? But the point is, <laughs> uh, tomorrow join us uh, for For the Kids Friday. We're talking about uh, the fourth commandment there. Um, but also Friday we will upload the Bible study from Ephesians chapter 4 and 5. So please be on the lookout for that as well. Join us on Sunday for service online live. Uh, please do that as we rejoice in God's word. Um, and, and his healing that he does by his grace. Um, other than that, have a wonderful day. Love you all, praying for you all. Until next time, if you ever need anything, you know where to reach me. Message me, text me, email me, whatever that may be, you know where I'm at. But until then, have a wonderful day. Love you all, praying for you all. Until next time, adios and goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmoorpark.com.